I swear to you, if you tell me to talk to Keith one more freaking time, one more time, I'll tell you what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen? Where's my clip from uh, Day After Tomorrow? When I think it's happening. That's what's going to happen right there, my friend. Go ahead. Tell me it's going to happen one more time. Tell me. Tell me. When I think it's happening. Tell Keith. Holy crap. The end is near. Okay, so let's get started on chewing the fat because I was going to tell you about, you know, of course we got to start the show with some recalls. I mean, the FDA is uh, warns that uh, the common blood pressure medicine is shortage that's happening right now is due to recalls. So if you can't get your blood pressure medicine, uh, good luck. God bless. Uh, we'll try to put you on something else, but uh, maybe we maybe might not help. Also, the FDA issued an expanded recall of infants' oral ibuprofen. Uh, remember, they pulled it uh, back in December, but they didn't. They've expanded the recall now. Uh, the company's uh, the Tris Pharma Inc. Uh, the infants' ibuprofen concentrated oral suspension, 50 milligrams per 1.25 milliliter, were sold at Walmart, CVS, and Family Dollar. Adverse effects could be experienced. Included nausea, vomiting, and it goes on and on that could happen to your little kid. You'd be wound up about that. Uh, Trist Pharma has not received any reports of adverse effects yet, but they've extended the recall because the dosage uh, was a little bit more than what they said. That's all. Just a little bit more. Is it wrong? It's just higher concentrations. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. It gets fine. So what? He's got a little pain, a little diarrhea, a little headache, a little gastrointestinal bleeding. So what? That's all. But he didn't know they haven't. Nobody's reported that, though. So Trist Pharma's, you know, ahead of the curve. And thanks to the polar vortex, 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 uh, a uh, pharmacist in uh, Michigan uh, has uh, been delivering prescriptions on his snowmobile. Because uh, people were short on their medicine. I would say that if you knew the polar vortex was coming, it wasn't a big surprise. It wasn't a big surprise. And you looked at your medicine and you went, man, I'm going to be locked up here because of the polar vortex for a week. I should probably get my prescriptions filled. Get them filled up so that I could, you know, I'm still okay during the vortex. And if you didn't do that, uh, I was just thinning of the herd. Now the pharmacist doesn't believe that, so he's been delivering it on his on his snowmobile, and God bless him, bless his heart, good for him. But this story actually captured my eye moments before we started this podcast today, and, it, and since this isn't actually live, I guess it really doesn't matter. I mean, it could have caught my eye whenever. So, but I like to treat it like it's live. That's it, though. So I just like to treat it like it's live. There's a uh, a plastic surgery destination in Miami, okay, uh, that have been doing cosmetic surgeries on payment plans, making big deals. They they make they advertise everywhere. It, uh, it's a surgery center. It's really sleek. Now, of course. You know, you do surgery. It's amazing how many people want plastic surgery. I mean, three cuts to clown face is my theory, and people don't care. 
they want to they think they're not going to get to Cloudface. I, I understand, I think. But in the past six years, this clinic and a nearby facility overseen by the same doctor has lost eight patients, which is not seen anywhere else in Florida. One in five plastic surgery deaths in the state is due to this place. Nearly a dozen other patients were left with critical complications, including three with punctured internal organs. Um, if you're tightening up my chin, how do you get a punctured internal organ? Oops. Did I just drop that knife? Ah, it's just in his stomach. Don't worry about it. Let it go. Just pull it out. Move on. I mean, this is amazing. Uh, this place, the story, now it's the 56-year-old doctor, once suspended from practice for allowing unlicensed workers to perform cosmetic procedures. Hey, you're fine. Just don't, don't, you just do it. You're fine. Don't worry about it. You're fine. I mean, it's, okay, so people showed up at this place. Now it's changed its name three times because of all the bad press. This is the guy that should be in jail. This guy should be in jail right now. No questions asked. Shut it down. Close it down. This is absolutely amazing. And how and people still go there because it's they advertise cheap. Florida plastic surgery business attracted people from all across the US because of their aggressive marketing campaign. So I mean people were coming there as that was their destination to get the work done. Absolutely amazing. This is the guy that should be in jail. The other guy that should be is going to be in jail. I don't know that he should be. Well, he probably should be. But he will be is El Chapo. Uh, Of course, he prefers to go by his uh, full name. Joaquin Achivaldo Guzman Loera. Why are you Russian? Because I'm done saying his name. Can, can we put him in jail? And I, well, I just want you to say, I want you to say his Loera. name with a little. Joaquin Achivaldo Guzman Loera. All right, we're good. Yeah, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't like the way that sounded. He likes to go by the full name. And I, I Joaquin Achivaldo Guzman Loera. Thank you. Show the man a little respect. So, anyway, the government. Uh, put their, they did their final closing arguments yesterday. Lasted, you know, forever. Now, his team is going to do their little two-hour closing thing today. Then the government gets to refute some of that tomorrow before the judge uh, gives the jury their directions. Why don't they just put this guy in jail? Why are we going through the motions on this? Really? It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. It, it really doesn't. They've, they've, they've also said, you know, hey, they this guy is the biggest uh, drug dealer ever they just keep saying that over and over again they brought 56 witnesses on and how it, many the government brought 56 witnesses wow i know are these like victims drug dealers uh, ex political uh, alleged by the way in, in within this 56 were 13 alleged former drug trafficking associates uh they were associates of Joaquin Achivaldo Guzman Loera. They were called as witnesses for the federal prosecutors, and uh, it took 11 weeks. You kidding me? How many of these guys are just milk? You want to talk about milking the system? Look, he is El Chapo. 
Okay, we all know this is just a farce. I know that we are innocent until proven guilty in the world, and he's he's a drug dealer. But that's it. Oh no! What happened? What happened? Why do you need headphones? We're only doing a radio broadcast. I'm looking around. I see Chris a little freaking out over there, like because I. Yesterday you yelled at me for I not did, having and headphones. And I would have held, I'm ready to holler at you again if I'm going to talk to you like that. Because I know all today I've only asked you for your little poor beginning reading of Joaquin, whatever his name is. Achivaldo Guzman also, Loera. Yeah. I mean, it's gotten better the first time. The first couple of times were not good. They would have been better had you had headphones. Now I'm going to holler. Do you need some headphones? There's something in here. Get. Please hold. Your listenership is very important to us. We appreciate everything you do for us. We appreciate the subscriptions, the rating, and the reviewing. Your call is very important to us. We'll be with you momentarily. Please hold. We're hoping that our workers come to work with their hammers today. We'll be able to work today. Would you be a construction worker and come to work without a hammer? No. I would not be a construction worker at all. That's not my point. That's not my point at all. When you come to whatever particular job you have, like with the with the with the plastic surgeon in Miami, that's killing people. Uh, you know, that's not all people, but a lot of them. Would he come to work without his scalpel? No, no, he would not. So, say when we start doing this, maybe you you know get your hammer, which is in this case is actually just a pair of headphones. All right, so the Hubble, uh, you know, the Hubble Space Telescope uh, is out for a walk. Uh, NASA's got the Hubble out for a walk in space, just looking around for stuff. And all of a sudden, it trips over something. Oops, what was that? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. What was that? Oh, my gosh. I think I think that's something 13,000 light years away in our Milky Way's halo. It, it is. It's a loner galaxy. Oh, my God. In our cosmic backyard. I can't believe that we found this. It's a new galaxy, 30 million light years away. 2,300 times farther uh, than when you see the pictures. If you if you go to, NASA, to the NASA website and you look at the pictures that Hubble is sending back, you see uh, a big screen of stars. I mean, that's what Hubble's looking at. Hubble's looking at, you know, stars and other suns. And way far, way far out there, way back is, oh my gosh, that's a new galaxy. Look what, the Hubble just tripped over it. Uh, I'm ready. We need to get some, uh, we need to get some space travel. I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready to go. I mean, we need to be able to, I don't know, maybe fly light speed and maybe fly faster than the speed of light. And it seemed to happen uh, before in, uh, uh, you know, in uh, space travel with Captain Kirk and they were doing it. I mean, how come we're not doing it now? I mean, <laughs> I mean, Gene Roddenberry had a had a plan. Where where is that plan now? Gone. We're talking about spending months to go to Mars when we should be able to just hop on the there, just go to Mars. We're there, but no, months. And now you talk about something that is thirty million light years away. 
that take a little time. <laughs> take a little time. Uh, maybe you're. I mean, I'm not a scientist. Uh, you know, I start pretend to be one sometimes. Not quite as much as Bill Nye, the science guy, who pretends to be a science guy. But uh, 30 million light years away, that's quite a ways. You could have quite a few family members uh, born and dead uh, by the time you get there. And you want to know where we're at in today's world? Why we can't, why we can't figure out how to make spaceships travel at the speed of light and faster? Because we have people wasting their time on the internet. This guy falls asleep. Falls asleep on his live stream. Wakes up, 200 people watching him sleep. Perhaps maybe one of those 200 people. Just maybe. Could have been doing something productive. I don't know what it could be. I don't know. You know, Maybe mow somebody's lawn. Maybe come up with something to fly faster than the speed of light. But something rather than watch this guy sleep online. I have a suggestion. Yes. What would that suggestion be? Can we live stream you sleeping? <laughs> I bet you we can get more than 200 people. I believe that. Uh, I absolutely believe we could get more than 200 people watching me sleep. Yeah. If I was actually sleeping? Yeah. Holy cow. Because that's almost like looking at a car accident, right? That, this, is, look, it's a, you, this is why people are watching this guy sleep. Because you're watching him and you're going, he's really sleeping. I can't wait till he wakes up. Because you know he woke up and he went, what the? He looks at the screen and people are watching. So they're waiting for you to wake up and get that experience of when you wake up and realize what an idiot your camera's on. I mean, that's a that's not a bad bit. It's not a bad bit. Sleep, sleeping with Jeffy. We should put a poll on your Twitter. Would you watch a live stream of me sleeping? <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> And you know the answer is going to be yes. You know it is. We don't know that. Yes, we, we do. do not. Yes, know that. we do. We do not know that. Yeah. Okay. So we don't. We don't know. We that. don't know that. Do Do we know that? Yes, we do. Have you asked that question? I don't need to. Okay. I, then I, you don't know. Yes, Jeffy. I do. No, you don't. Your Honor, we all know that that's going to be the that's going to be the outcome. How do you know that? Because we just do. Oh, watch! Yeah. Watch us do we this poll, do. and people say no. No, they won't. They won't. Okay. Uh, the overwhelming response will be yes. And the other overwhelming response will be, um, well, only if. No, does he sleep with milk? I mean, that's, that's, I, it, <laughs> Do you sleep with milk? I won't when we live stream me sleeping, I'll tell you that. And is your bed the number 18? Yes. Yeah, or is it a spoon? Which one? It's a spoon. Yeah, it's, I sleep in a spoon. A ladle or a spoon? I sleep in a spoon. Don't even, I don't want to go any farther because I was... Ready to go down another road. My wife won't be happy. I'll have to sleep in another room of the house. That's fine. And oh, well, I can't sleep in those rooms because we have people staying there that won't leave. Oh, wait. Did I say that out loud? You did. Oh. What well, put you to sleep here? I slept You'll in. Put I... me to sleep here. That's good. We are. We, ha we do have a TV studio. I have fallen asleep in my office a few oh, times. Oh, yeah. I've seen those. Wait, what? Yeah, I've seen those. I've been sitting next to you, and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm talking, and oh, 
You're sleeping. <laughs> I'm talking to myself. My Never chair remember. is comfortable. It, uh, I'll give you that. Your chair is uh, is dangerous. I, love it. I bought that chair. That was a good chair to buy. That's a good chair to buy. So I said, it's a good chair to buy. I don't remember where I bought it from. I don't remember the name of it right now. But I do know there's a special fat guy chair. It's a special. It's it's a it's a it's a it's for larger human being chairs. Yeah, and that makes it comfy, man. It's not it's not a tight squeeze. Rocks nice. Sits back. It's comfy. Ooh. It doesn't take long, man. And, Did you pull the pole out? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll make a deal with you. All right. If you catch me sleeping in my chair again, you can start streaming live. And we'll see what happens. From your page. Yeah. You have access to my page. I do. Right? Yeah, Facebook. Yeah. yeah. And if if you walk in and I'm sound asleep, just start streaming. Deal. Just start streaming. And we'll just uh, Jeffy's sleeping. I'll, I'll make that deal with you. We'll do that. Okay, we'll do that. All right. That's a good deal. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's more than 200 people. Easy. I easy. think so, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there's no reason for a poll because I already answered it. All right, let's go over to the break room. I've got some break room crime stories today that are really good. I need a drink. Oh, my gosh. And for those of you who have tweeted at Jeffy MRA and Facebooked uh, and Instagrammed to Jeff Fisher Radio that uh, Coke Zero, Coca-Cola should sponsor this podcast, 100% correct. Thank you. Get that out to Coca-Cola. Call me. So we're in the break room. We've got a couple of crime stories for you that are fascinating crime stories. This one, this one I find hard to believe is actually a crime. But according to the police and uh, the business, it is. An Ohio care worker arrested after she was giving a lap dance to a 100-year-old man. Now, the story is talking about the disturbing video was released. It's not disturbing. She's given the, she filmed uh, by another worker at the Commons of Providence home back uh, in, this happened in December now. Uh, she was heard on camera suggesting explicit ideas to the elderly man, uh, giving him a lap dance, you know, touching his thigh, pulling her pants, straddling his leg at one point. Now, according to the story, it says, can be heard telling the debilitating senior, yeah, he's a a 100-year-old guy. I can show you new things. (laughs) How is this a crime? I mean, I just, I, I, I can't. I can't believe that this is a crime. Now, according to the Sandusky police detective, Anthony Bath, Uh, He told the uh, ever-present Sandusky Register 
that the young woman was basically harassing the nursing home resident. Uh, no. Um, according to Detective Anthony Bath, this was not something the man wanted. Uh, what are you talking about? Anytime, especially your 100-year-old guy in a nursing home. And one of the care ladies starts dancing around you. Is that something that you don't want? Uh, no. You're just like, go ahead. This can She's out on bail now. And she faces charges of gross sexual imposition. Which is a weird charge. And the possibility of other charges so they don't even know what to charge her with you know why because it's not a crime and she lost her job and the lady who was filming it lost her job i mean times are tough in america man times are tough in america this story is actually sick and this guy is really weird although the story is sick but it's so weird it makes me think really uh so this guy uh He ended his wife's life. I don't want to say, you know, how he did it. But uh, according to the courtroom, uh, she was said to be having an affair. And so he got mad and killed her. Uh, And then um, he decided that he was just going to drive around with her in the car for a while which not real sure why that would happen uh he was all upset at her and according to the family she didn't cheat on him so he's just whacked out of his mind but why and maybe that's just because he's whacked out of his mind but i'm trying to figure out in my own head why you would just drive around with her in the car I mean, it doesn't doesn't seem really right. That's because it's not. A Florida man spent six weeks in jail. Six weeks in jail on a charge of trafficking heroin. Okay? Got arrested. After authorities determined that the substance that he was arrested for was laundry detergent, He's now free to go. Um, no. How about uh, no? Officers got word of a suspicious van and went out to check it out. They discovered him there in the parking lot, sleeping. Ooh, fell asleep. Should have live streamed it. When O'Leary roasted him from the van, the deputy searched the van and found the bag of Tide laundry detergent. That's when the deputy told Krull that a field test had proven the substance tested positive for heroin. That's the same field test the guy did in Puerto Rico with the cocaine yesterday. I mean, the cop doesn't even know heroin. It was a field test. <laughs> put it on my lip. Yep. Oh, so Sorry, you don't put it on your lip. You put it in on your gums. Yeah, whatever. Now you always put a little bit on your lip, though. Your lip and your tongue? Always do. Have you not field tested drugs before? Hold on. Do it again? You're not t- what are you putting lip gloss or something? Yeah. You don't put you don't put 
You want the whole thing. You want the whole experience. Have you not field tested? I know I you. I know you. I know you think you're a cop. No, I, know you I don't know, think I know you I'm think a cop. You, I am. Are you a police officer? I was, was a police officer. So I know, like I said, I know you think you're a cop. And my job was to search for drugs. Of course. And how many? Was, I have a lot of people sitting in jail for Tide because you don't know how to field test. That was happening. Is that was that the argument you're going to make to me right now? That's what I thought. We're done. All right, so thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. Uh, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, and just subscribe. You know what? I, I'm, I'm tired today. It's Thursday. I've got Pat Unleashed tomorrow with more on trivia. The final more on trivia of the season, by the way. Uh, the Super Bowl more on trivia. Oh, I mean, I mean, the big game more on trivia tomorrow. The NFL, you know what? That, no, I, you know what? It's not worth it right now. It's not worth it. But uh, anyway, uh, we'll be back, Pat tomorrow, and uh, the final game of uh, more on trivia tomorrow for the season. The uh, the big game, more on trivia, and uh, so just uh, remember to you know subscribe, join the fat, Duh. and um, I had an opportunity. I, I read a story the other day on the Blaze about uh, a guy that got his uh, company. Uh, cut off from Amazon and uh, it's fascinating because these companies, you know, small companies live and die by these big companies like Amazon deciding when and where and how much they can sell their product. Right. I mean, it's, if you, I mean, it's a big deal to get on Amazon and start selling your product. It works. And then they also have an opportunity for you to buy other ads. Bezos, man, he's got to pay that divorce payment, man. They have an opportunity for you to buy other ads to for Amazon to promote the product that they're selling for you. That's a, what a racket. Now that I think about it, what a racket. But anyway, he was upset because he believed that it was a political stance from Amazon because of his Kofefi coffee. And uh, so I want to get an opportunity to get his side of the story. I, it's, it's not really political, but it is because he thinks it's political. But uh, it's kind of fascinating, and as far as I know, no one's talked to their spokesperson for Kofefi Coffee, the world's best coffee yet. So, (laughs) you're welcome. So the other day, as I'm perusing the Blaze website, I see the story of uh, Kofefe Coffee uh, on Amazon, uh, and which, by the way, uh, isn't on Amazon anymore because Amazon decided, yeah, we're not going to sell that product anymore. Uh, I know you've been up on uh, up on Amazon and doing a pretty good business, but we've decided, you know what? Uh, somebody uh, said that uh, your Kofefe Coffee was out of date, and uh, it's a pro-Trump uh, coffee, so uh, we're not going to sell it anymore. And they just stop selling it, take it off the Amazon website. And I found that fascinating. Uh, not so much that it was 
pro-Trump stuff. Uh, that happens every day in America today. Uh, I mean, heaven forbid that you're pro anything but killing babies and you're good. But uh, I'm surprised at how quickly Amazon deletes selling products. And so I wanted to find out from Kofefi Coffee uh, exactly you know what happened, especially uh, from their end. And uh, their spokesperson uh, is joining us right now. Hello, spokesperson for Kofefi Coffee. Hello. <laughs> now the voice may be changed for uh, for <laughs> legal purposes. So tell me what happened from your end. So we were selling on Amazon. Uh, we launched on Amazon October fourth, I believe, and we were having really great success. And um, we started around Thanksgiving to uh, do some pay per click ads, and then. December 2nd came rolling around and they said, well, we're just going to pull you up from your advertising because of such, such, and such reason. You know, we tried to comply with that in about a month and a half of inaction on their part. We just kind of made the conclusion that we're not going to be able to advertise. Okay. So be it. But, but your product still is still at that time. Your product is still people. I can still buy it on Amazon though. Right. Correct. Correct. You're and just so, not ad, what the clip, the ads on Amazon, the, that's just special ads that they run right through, through correct. Amazon to let people know, Hey, we've got the coffee coffee. Right. They have certain keywords that they target uh, with different uh, users and that's kind of how it works. Okay. Right. So I understand. We, we, we were, we were doing that and then, you know, got shut down, whatever. So and they stopped had, doing that uh, because why they, they didn't like the ads. They were saying, I, well, I'm confused. We had a picture of um, the uh, American flag in the background uh, on our listing, which is, you know, a thing of its own. And so, you know, we, we wanted to try and complain. It, it, it is their marketplace. They make, they decide, you know, and yeah. so we, we, we pulled that image down, unfortunately, because, you know, we, we still want to give our, you know, world's best coffee out to, you know, the deplorables. And so we complied with that. And then, you know, several weeks go by and nothing. And then they tell us that, well, make America great again. Well, that's, you, know, you can't have that because that's inciting hate speech. But what you can have is the communist manifesto, which has resulted uh, an ideology that's, what, 100 million murdered? Right. Well, I mean, again, they, again, Amazon, you know, is able to, you know, they're able to sell whatever they want on their, on their side. They're a private business. They get to, they get to decide what, what is good for them and what isn't good for them. And I understand uh, some of that is a little complex, but uh, you know, some of where we're at today with uh, you know, the, uh, the make America great again uh, statements are, you know, it makes people uh, uneasy and it shouldn't, I agree, but it does. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. I got it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. Yep. So, I mean, you know, and we go on and on and, you know, they're giving us our cold robotic responses and, you know, we're asking, Hey, can we have an American speak with us? It'd be really great if, you know, someone employed at this billion dollar company um, from America could speak with us. Well, that never happened. And so we just fine chalk it up. We won't advertise. So, so let me get this right. You knew that the emails coming back to you were from non-American people. Correct. Because every time I would call and request a call, it'd be someone from India or elsewhere. And I would ask them, you know, can I speak to an American representative? And they would either say, um, well, we can't do that. Or that's a representative. 
Right. And we just, we could never, we could never get anyone from, you know, um, America to speak no. with, you know, I don't know that that would have so, made a difference, but go ahead. Right. Well, yeah. So, I mean, they, that's, you know, weeks went by. And so we just, you know, we just accepted it, right. We're not going to be able to advertise on Amazon. That's fine. Whatever. We'll still sell the world's best coffee on Amazon and, you know, keep on pressing forward. Well, eventually within the past, um, two weeks, week and a half or so, we um, got a um, uh, notification from Amazon saying that they have deactivated the listing due to a safety complaint. And um, they outlined uh, things that actions that we can take, you know, send in information to try and resolve this because um, there was a complaint. They initially did not identify the complaint, um, what purchase it was or whatever. So we had to do a little bit of digging and we found that we did have, a customer that wasn't satisfied with the taste and smell. And that, that's, that's fine because, you know, not everyone's going to like a Rolls Royce. No, not everyone's going to like, you know, a pair of Jordans. People have subjective uh, preferences, right? you know? And so they had in their message said that uh, it's almost like it was expired, but all of our packaging has the expiration date on the back and when they said how they said it like it was expired, that's not a very definitive statement. That's very subjective. And so right. with the communications with Amazon, you know, we're just trying to tell them, like, you know, have you guys verified this claim? I mean, because this, you know, does Starbucks, does any of these other big-time coffee uh, brands have this type of issue where one person can make a purchase and consequently shut them down, deactivate the listing without them verifying. So that was very, very suspicious because that's leaving us and Amazon very vulnerable. Were they able to, uh, I mean, they're able to, your product is in their warehouses ready to ship, right? Correct. So, I mean, it's easy enough for them to find, uh, look at the expiration dates of the product. Yes, yes. And and that's what I had, you know, originally asked in my first uh, communication back to them is like, you know, you can check you guys got all my inventory, you know, just go and check and, you know, be able to verify. And also, you know, is there any type of verification process on your end where you can request this random complaint to see if it's legitimate or not? And they refused, they refused. And, you know, they give outline some steps that we can take. And so what I ended up doing was sending um, an invoice of the, um, of the coffee when it was roasted, um, bill of lading when it was shipped off to Amazon shipping plans. Um, okay. I also attached a picture of our coffee bag that has the expiration date on the back and just trying to say like, so you had all these documents, you had all these documents for Amazon and you, you gave them to them and we're still at this point, your coffee is not selling, right? It's not being sold on Amazon. Well, here's the kicker. So after big league politics and your, um, your platform, the blaze had, um, released an article telling our story 24 hours later out of the blue this was a week after the last communication that i had with amazon where they said they they were not going to respond they may not respond to any more uh, appeals and they might just drop this case altogether a week later and a day after your guys's article is released we get an unsolicited email saying after careful review of your uh, case we have now given you access to uh, reactivate your listing okay and so that that to me right there is just another example that this was politically motivated because if they weren't going to um 
reinstate our listing after we provided hard evidence debunking this claim, then that just means that, well, well we don't want to have a backlash. We don't, we, we still want to, well, you know, it is possible that the, it is possible that the time you are, you are in the middle of, uh, trying to make this all happen. And, uh, you know, while the stories ran and opened somebody's eyes uh, to the issue, uh, it is possible that, you know, the timing, uh, you know, thanks to the blaze uh, and, uh, you know, they said, hey, this is dumb. We need to let them sell their product. Right. Whether it was I mean, we see things all the time that, yes, they're politically motivated, but they do come around in the end and say, well, you know, you can still your product is still viable and you're able to sell it. So they came back around and gave you the gave you the stamp of, hey, we're sorry, you can sell your product again, right? Well, yeah, we never got an apology. I was just saying oh, that okay. after careful review, you you know, we're reinstating the gotcha. listing. Gotcha. Okay. So and, and it, you know, it didn't it didn't address like um, you, it didn't acknowledge any of the information that we had provided. It was just boom. We've decided. It's like they flipped on right. the switch, it, right. and it wasn't a. It's not like it's a personal email, you know. Understand. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, they have millions of clients. I mean, I, I, I'm trying to give Amazon a little bit of a break because they do have millions of clients. I know it's, you know, uh, when you're when you're when you're a fr- when you're a client, you're of course frustrated because you want you feel like you're the only one. But they do they are dealing with you know millions of products. So we're at the point now where they haven't really apologized, but they said, "Hey, Kafefi, you can sell your product. We're ready to go." Right? Yep. Okay. Yep. And made the decision that no sorry we're we're not going to do business with you anymore uh, i mean interesting number one it makes no sense i mean why would you want to tie up thousands of dollars on the possibility of them making a quote-unquote mistake when they can just shut you down i mean that that on itself isn't um that's not a viable strategy and you know we want to migrate over uh focus and concentration on our, our website and also be, you know, the reason why we started Kofefi Coffee, the world's best coffee, is that, well, the coffee game is dominated by leftists that, quite frankly, hate America. And so if we're going to win this culture war, which we have, we are in, and we can see the effects of this culture war being raised against non-leftists, well, relying on politicians, that really hasn't worked in the past. And so They drink coffee too, though. Yeah, they drink coffee too. But what we're trying to do is make a uh, statement where you know our consumer habits are funding a lot of uh, leftist uh, activism. You know, such as I won't name the particular coffee brand, but there's several coffee brands that donate to Planned Parenthood. And I mean, if you're a conservative, I mean, unfortunately, you know, taxation we have no we have no recourse for that. They're going to take it no matter what or throw you in the slammer. But with our consumer habits, we can control that. We can control that. And so cutting them off from additional funds, I mean, it's a necessity. We can no longer be funding our political opponents. It it makes sense. I mean, we need to, uh, you know, on on the uh, conservative side, we do need to be uh, on, have our own activists. And uh, I I agree with that. I do agree with that. Instead of uh, just taking it and saying, oh, well, I mean, it's time to perhaps make that statement of we have our own uh, our own causes that we're going to fight for. And that happens. uh, It seems to be happening more and more. Uh, right. And, you know, you know, personally, too, I mean, you see what's going on in the big, big tech 
sphere, Facebook, Twitter, you know, the censoring, the throttling down, the shadow bans. I'm not one for government intervention. I don't know if pleading with the government to save us is going to work because it really hasn't worked in the past. You know, and so there's a lot of ideas floating out there that we you know we just need to make our own. You know, and so that was kind of the driving factor. Is like, okay, well, if you see all these coffee companies that are donating to things that you don't like, um, you don't really have a choice out there. And so that's why we stepped in. That's why we created um, what we created, Colfetti, the world's best coffee. Right, and, and there that are way, you know. I love, I'm not. I I, I love the uh, as as spokesperson for Kofefi Coffee. And I apologize for not saying uh, Kofefi Coffee, the world's best coffee. Uh, I, I'm just chuckling. At it. I, I love how you, you throw the entire tagline on there for the brand. That's all. That's all. I love it. I love it You know, because you're, you're not, it's not just Kofefi Coffee. It's Kofefi Coffee, the world's best coffee. Uh, and well, I get I'm, that. I get it. I get tagline it. tagline is making coffee great. But, I mean, you ask anybody that drinks their coffee, that's damn good coffee and probably the world's <laughs> best coffee because it, we don't take a knee on taste or value. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, that's, I mean, look, there are plenty of companies, at least there are starting out, like I said before, that are trying to start uh, being activists on their own side. I mean, uh, Patriot Mobile, who is a, uh, a sponsor of the network uh, here at the Blaze, uh, they do the very same thing. You know, you're able to uh, uh, get the cell phones and big, big cell phone companies uh, obviously are giving money to causes that uh, you may not be happy about. So with Patriot Mobile, they're doing the same thing that you're doing. At least you're able to donate your money where you want it to go. And that's a good thing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's just brings our attention to non-leftists that we need to watch where our money goes with our consumer habits. And I know all of our customers that we've been serving, it, it, it's they are constantly thanking us. Yeah. You know, obviously. Well, we you're have- giving them Kofefi coffee, the world's best coffee. I mean, yeah, let's be exactly. Honest. I mean, we're giving them the taste, but also they know where that money is going to go. They know that money is not going to go to, you know, some of these other organizations that these other companies are donating to. And so, I mean, there's a lot of value that we're bringing besides taste. So you want people to go to your website now instead of uh, Amazon or is there, is there any, just your website is where I can get Kofefe Coffee, the world's best yeah, coffee? Yeah. Yep. Um, you can find us at www.doyoucofefe.com. Or for those that are listening that don't know how to spell Kofefi, just type in www.makingcoffeegreat.com, and that'll bring us bring you right to our website where you can buy T-shirts, coffee, coffee mugs, you name it. We got it just for you. Thank you very much, spokesperson for uh, Kofefi Coffee, the world's best coffee. 